Welcome to the Wildly Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. You got the beefiest card in the mail from Madam Clara yesterday. Yay! <laughs> I'm so excited because my one of my cards had like a little chip in the corner that came off, like flaked off. Oh my god! Like four of buttons, and I usually I would not say anything because that's not my personality. But I was like, it's a really big chip that came off. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And also, it's such a sturdy cardstock that if one card yeah. gets chipped. The rest of the cards could fuck it, fuck like fuck yes. that card up so Just badly. That card up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. such a sturdy deck. So yes. So open it. I want to see what's inside. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's thick. Like it's a lot of stuff. Did he like wow? Like include half the deck just in case yeah. other cards. He's like, well, <laughs> since you asked, here's a thousand yeah. other things. I mean, I feel like creators kind of have to because not everybody is as chill. And some people really would be like, I hate him forever. If it was like smaller, then I wouldn't probably have addressed it. Okay. What? This is adorable. It's like a little oh my gosh, banded like package a with the card. Oh my gosh. Okay. So your replacement card is in cardboard folded in half. And okay. then on the outside, there is a... Looks like the Madame other Madame Clara Cecil. Yeah. Okay. And then the sun from the Mid-Centurion. Right. And Temperance from Madame Clara Cecil. Oh. And three coasters. A five-cent oh. coaster. Oh. The Madame Clara Cecil poster. Oh, hey. And That's cool. Ooh, this one has a moon. Oh, no. Oh, Rad, a Ouija Ooh, board. Ooh, that poster. is cool. Ooh, dang! Which is that was really smart of him because that means that this was the sturdiest letter to send through the mail ever. Because the yeah. actual replacement card is in cardboard, and there's all of this other cardboard next to it. Oh, that is so cool! cool I didn't. Even, I was just like, just send me the card in, in that little letter. I know, but he knows <laughs> that people. I wish that I could like interact with him as a person. I'm so curious about him. He was really kind when I was talking to him about the thing. He was like, oh, I have lots of Esters. Which Esther are you? And I'm like, Esther, California. <laughs> Without any last name because I'm mysterious as fuck. Yeah. I get to pick what? part of the day. Oh, you do? The time Yay. has come. I'm excited. I feel like it's been a while, even though I know it's just been two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. But it feels like it's been a big two weeks. Yeah. It's been like a holiday oh, two weeks. God, no kidding. It's just been a lot of <laughs> chaos. But I am using the mass market version of Lightseer's Tarot because I had been using Modern Witch, but it's separated into favorite cards right now. I know. So I, I would have been using it today. I was like, uh, I need a second copy of Modern Witch for these sorts of problems. <laughs> for this one very specific this one very specific situation. <laughs> All right. Our card for the day is... Page of Cups. Oh. Yeah, that's some fun energy to be kind of like dealing with today. Yeah. Especially because we have three questions because I did a bad job of keeping track of timing. (laughs) 
Well, it's the holidays. So yeah, we have more fine. questions coming in too. It's, it's fine. It, they can do with longer episodes while they're doing dishes. Yeah, exactly. Christmas. Or whatever. <laughs> in my opinion. Or <laughs> doing a, a, like very complex sourdough experiments like yours truly has like been doing. You. Hey, I've been like too. labeling stuff. I've been like trying different fermentation methods. But again, uh, I can't talk about sourdough for three episodes in a row. <laughs> well, I, you just did. So it's the too late. Broken. It's too late. <laughs> the mummy's now coming for us. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so our first question of the episode is from Emmett. And they ask, about a year and a half ago, I came out as trans, quit my job teaching high school, moved across the country and started grad school. Now I'm a full-time master's student's working two jobs and feeling very overwhelmed. No kidding. I know. I'm working so much that I don't have the energy I want to devote to my schoolwork and feel like I've lost sight of why I went back to school in the first place. But I can't afford to work less. A part of me thinks I should take the next quarter off of school and try to recenter, but there are also really good classes being offered that quarter that could really help me in the future and likely won't be offered again before I graduate. I'm also worried that if I take a quarter off, I'll lose momentum. Should I take a break or should I push through? All right. Sounds like a classic two paths sort of thing. Woohoo. Oh, taking yeah. a quarter off. As an academic advisor, I have to say talk to your <laughs> academic advisor. <laughs> But also, taking a quarter off sometimes helps you gain momentum. And it's a quarter. It's not a whole semester. Yeah, because it's 10 weeks. You're letting your brain rest. And sometimes that 10 weeks makes you go, oh, that's why I needed to do this. That's why I'm motivated to get this done rather than the alternative. That's good. But let's see what the tarot says, because I'm not your advisor, and I don't know your program, and I don't want to mess up your life, Emmett. My mic is falling down. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, this is Esther's first day recording with her new swing mic stand. Oh, yes. That's righty tidy lefty Lucy. Okay, wait. <laughs> righty tidy lefty Lucy. I went, I went lefty Lucy instead of righty tidy, and I made a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. 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 It's the wrong way. Okay. Okay, so do we want to start by pulling cards for taking a break? Yes, taking a break. Okay, taking a break. And we can each pull a card about, like, yes. what that would look like. Okay. One or two. Let's be generous with ourselves since we know it'll be two. You mean let's be generous with Holly because we all know she's going to pick two. <laughs> well, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> oh, yikes. Taking a break. I have to pull two. There's no other option. I'm sorry. Okay. So this is taking a break. Yeah. Okay. What did you get? I got the five of pentacles and the queen of pentacles. Okay, and I got the Five of Wands and the Emperor. That's interesting. We got two fives. Two fives, and then also very, like, rule-following, sort of, like, people. tangible thing-oriented people. Yes. Okay, so the Five of Wands and the Five of Pentacles. I think that taking a break isn't going to solve the problems that you think it will. Mm-hmm. because the sort of like stressfulness of the five of wands and the sadness and despair of the five of pentacles is like not super great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the best thing in the world in the emperor. It may be that especially when you're dealing with programs where credits are concerned, it may be that some 
ruling thumbs make you know you may yeah have, there may end up being some up in the, sort of... after effect because of the sorts of rules that yeah. you have to follow and you may miss something and then screw up later on down the road You're yeah on the road or something will just become more complicated yeah like procedurally and rules wise yes yeah all right, so powering through, let's pull for powering through, and then depending on what we get here, maybe coming up with strategies for making powering through feel less awful. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> okay, so powering through. One, two. And for the powering through, I got the King of Wands and the Nine of Swords. And I got the Empress and the Ace of Cups. Dang! Okay, so I think that that kind of makes a lot of sense because maybe the problem right now is that there's too much overthinking of it rather than allowing yourself to feel the feelings you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And so looking for ways to sort of like come from a creative, like having that Empress energy express itself alongside the King of Wands feels very like finding that sort of inner core of enthusiasm and creation and excitement that you that brought you to to school in the first place, like revisit that, find a way to bring it back out and just know that Mm -hmm. the burnout is kind of naturally part of any process. Like that nine of swords will come up in most, most things, honestly, like there's always moments where people feel a little bit of nine of swordsy. And especially with the creativeness of the king of wands and the empress and the ace of cups with all those feelings. And I think the empress really ties the the ace and the king really nicely here together. I think so too. Because that free flowing energy, that emotion, that excitement that comes with the ace of cups is also reflected in the king of wands and the empress. Yeah, totally, totally. So then maybe we should pull some cards about how to deal with the nine of swords. Because, like, breaking through that sort of, like, barrier of the sort of incredible stressed out feeling that you are going to obviously have if you're working two jobs and in school. Yeah, definitely. So strategies for dealing with it. Strategy. I still love this Nine of Swords so much. Oh, yeah. It's so pretty. So the Nine of Swords in Light's Ears is she's, like, sort of... On a field, there's a pillow and sort of a outline of a bed, kind of. But she obviously has her face in her hands. And then there are a bunch of birds sort of, like, coming at her. It just seems yeah. so anxiety-ridden. I loved it when Chris Ann kind of, like, dissected her own Six of Swords the other day. Like, she she broke down, like, all the imagery. Oh, yeah. And, like, what it meant for her. And it was just so beautiful. I was, like, sitting on Instagram, like, crying because it was so pretty. <laughs> Like, not only image, but, like, her meanings that she put into it. So, I was like, oh, Chris Ann, I love your brain. And I also think it's when people, like, do so much in-progress sharing, you feel so invested. Yeah. And I think that that's part of it, too. I like it. Okay, right. We're pulling cards Strategies. still. Jesus Christ, Molly. <laughs> we just two... keep getting distracted by pretty dicks. I know. So. And each other. Strategies. What did you get? I got the three of wands and the queen of wands. Okay. So plan it out. Know what you're doing ahead of time. Don't be afraid to plan it out. Keep planning. Plan the plan, the plan, plan the plan. I got the four of pentacles and the queen of swords. Oh, lots of queen. Lots of queen energy, which I think is kind of like harkens back to sort of like being more internal about your decision making processes and not letting like your responsibilities to other, like with a king, it's like responsibilities to others with a queen. It's like responsibility mm-hmm. to self. And I think yeah. paired with a card about planning, like the three of wands and then also the four of pentacles, which is kind of about like protecting what's yours. 
Right. I think especially the Queen of Swords paired with the Four of Pentacles to me feels like there's an area with in which you could be a lot more brutally honest with yourself about the amount of energy you need to devote towards it. Yes. And yes. then whatever that energy is, whatever that area that you are sort of brutally honest with and you say like in order to protect my own brain and emotions and my own self, I need to cut this aspect out. Take that mm -hmm. energy that you're cutting out of putting towards something else and hold it internally rather than expending it somewhere else. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, totally. Because I always see the Four of Pentacles as like a conservation card. Yeah. Like you're conserving your energy. You're conserving your source. To me, it's not like necessarily protective. It's just kind of being wise with your coins. And yeah. And not like just giving them out to anybody. Yeah. And especially with like, to me, the Three of Wands, you're, you've made your plans. You're acting on those plans, but your plan is still a foundation. Yeah. Like, so kind of strip down everything to what are the basics that I need to do? What's the basics I need to get through? And, and keep on that plan and keep acting on that plan. Especially with, to me, the queen of wands she and the and the queen of swords know themselves yeah and they're and they're both pretty honest people like the queen of wands to me is like a very brutally bold face honest and the queen of swords is a very like i don't want to say like sly honest but she chooses her words very wisely yeah so you just have to be honest with yourself but also realistic as well well and i think that the queen of swords also sort or the queen of wands also sort of like mirrors the queen of swords because in that sort of three of wands space of moving forward and planning the queen of wands is going to be in this context i think like focused on how you specifically can move forward like how emmett mm -hmm. specifically can like take himself forward you know i agree awesome so i think that it's just going to be one of those things but i do feel like sort of assessing where he can be a little bit more judicious and how he's spending his time will help. Yeah. Conserve those coins. It's okay. Yeah. You can say no to stuff. Exactly. And I think that that's like a really huge component of, of the four of coins to me. I mean, every single time I read any different definition of the four of coins being like miserly or whatever, I'm like, <laughs> no, we just have limited no. resources. Like we yeah, have to be able to protect okay. our limited resources. Exactly. Especially when it comes to energy, because energy <clears throat> and our life is a resource that we can't gain back. Yeah. So. I mean, there are ways to rejuvenate it, but like if you're getting burnt out there, you're not going to be able to do that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Our second question is from over it, which I laughed very hard when I saw <laughs> over it says, hello, beautiful ladybugs. Sorry for the advice column style pseudonym, but I can't risk anyone connecting this question to me. Here's the background. My workplace is toxic, like openly hostile and full of bullies toxic. Here's the issue. I have no idea where to go. Coworkers aside and really only a handful out of over a hundred make it who make it on uh, there's, and it's really only a handful of over a hundred who make it unbear unbearable. It's a wonderful job. I enjoy the work itself. Pay is good. Hours are flexible. Benefits are amazing. It's stable as hell. And they don't care what I look like, <laughs> which they say mostly because they're like covered in tattoos and have blue hair and stuff. Um, okay. blah, 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 blah. I don't care so much what industry I'm in because the point is to have a steady paycheck until my business is earning enough to support me full time. But I tried toughing it out already and my business is suffering because I come home every day sobbing and too upset to put any time into it anymore. Oh. I've already applied for a management position at a local tattoo shop and I have a good feeling about it. Most of my work is in customer service and I know some of the people there. My questions are these. Should I wait to hear back from the tattoo shop before I start exploring other options? If and when I do look elsewhere, what should I be looking for? Um, and then she says, not asking about specific jobs, obviously, but just sort of what types of work, et cetera. 
And the biggie, okay. should I stay in this toxic environment until I find something or can I cut the cord and before I have another job to fall back on? And she says, financially, I can afford it, but it wouldn't be any fun. Uh, if it right. looks like I should just push through, what can I look for for strength to get me through my working hours? And lastly, any advice for job for job hunt stuff? Well, okay. That's like seven questions. <laughs> over it how dare you (laughs) i think we should first deal with the staying or going from her current job yeah yeah because Because i feel like that's like the that's the like the first domino in the whole entire domino setup i don't know what this domino game is like how do you what do you call dominoes being set up and falling down i don't know what that's called dominoes (laughs) yeah probably because dominoes the game (laughs) is not played that way right but do you call them falling dominoes I don't know. I never really thought about it. <laughs> Someone will know. Someone will email us about it. Okay. So yeah, let's just, should I stay or should I go? I think that you're totally right about that. And then yeah. the tattoo parlor stuff is sort of like external information to this question because right. if you want to start job searching, don't wait until you hear from one, only one job before one doing job, other yeah. Like job, yeah, because you may not hear from these other jobs for another two or three weeks. So yeah, and like we talked about a lot last week with uh, Taurus oh, yeah, with yeah, Gemini yeah. Moon's question, there are so many people making decisions that you have no insight into at all. So mm-hmm. it, yeah. I tend to avoid answering questions like, "Will I get this specific job?" Because there's so many unknowns. There's so many. It's not like something that the universe could know because it's just like a couple of people who are making this choice and yeah. there can be so many random things that they suddenly yeah, have to so take into variables. consideration. Yeah, yeah. There's just too many variables. So that's why I tend to like gloss over the, is this job going to be the right job thing? Because no job is the right job forever. FYI. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Although we're optimistic. Yes. We're very optimistic, but fuck capitalism. So <laughs> That's where we're at this morning. <laughs> Yikes, but true. Okay, great. So should she say should she should she say or should she show? Should she say or should she show? <laughs> she should she stay. I'm sure that my sister has an explanation for why that transition is hard. Uh or should she go? Okay. Let's start with stay. stay. Or should she go? Okay. Stay at her current place. Yes, yes and yes, wait yes, it yes, out. Yes, yes. Okay. Oh, well, that's interesting. What did you get? For staying, I got the Ace of Cups and Nine of Pentacles, and I shuffled this really well. Uh, I got the Nine of Pentacles, too. <laughs> oh, well, that's interesting. And the Seven of Swords. Oh, that's not You too said bad Ace saying. of Cups? What? You said that the first one you got was Ace of Cups? Ace of Cups. Ace of Cups. Ace of okay, cups, yeah. sorry. I just forgot immediately when you said I, I, I just heard you say it was Cups, and I was like, what? What? <laughs> As I'm holding a cup of coffee, you're like, what's happening over there? Cups. So what's going on here? Okay. That is interesting because it almost feels like, like, this sounds so bullshitty victim blamey to say, but for some reason I'm getting a really strong, like, if you change your perspective and start seeing it as a way that you can like gather what you need from it and leave the rest, then it will be, you'll see a lot of results of that work if you stay. Yeah. But doesn't that feel shitty the, through the transition? No, because I, I because especially because we both received the nine of pentacles. Yeah, it's like you have something to show for at the end of it, and by gathering that information and just keeping yourself 
emotionally protected and yourself emotionally fulfilled. I like that Ace of Cups because it's almost like put yourself in a cup with really strong, tall, thick walls. Yes. A very big wine glass. A very big wine glass that nobody can get into. And you can just be there safe in your Ace of Cups, sort of like allowing your emotional place to be one of this is going to benefit me in the long run and use your time there to gather information about what everyone else is doing. And And whatever you may need to move forward into your next position. Yeah. Because it's like with two nine of pentacles, it's like you're going to have something to show for it. Yeah. There's going to be some result of all of the hard work of like sticking through and powering through. Yeah. Let's yeah. do leave. And then if if the stay seems so much more positive, yeah, we can go to our other question, which is like how to deal with the toxicity. Right. But right. two nine of pentacles does feel like pretty significant. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we're going with leave. Leave, leave, leave. leave. Sometimes when we talk about staying and leaving too much, it reminds me of Brexit. I know. I was like, <laughs> well, and there, yeah, lots of stuff going on. Like Brexit. Ugh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. I know too much. Okay. Apparently... This playful heart tarot just really loves throwing the same cards at me. <laughs> I love it. I got <clears throat> the five of swords and the queen of wands five of as swords. leaving energy. Queen of wands. I got the ten of swords and the six of pentacles. Okay. Five of swords, queen of wands. I think there's probably going to be a lot of, to me, I would see the five of swords here as like a lot of bickering and fighting and maybe stuff that comes out. By leaving. Yeah. And the 10 of swords makes it seem like it won't really be a solution to the problems the way that you think. it Yeah. Would. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause that 10 of swords, it's just like, there's still a lot of pain. It's going to be more exhausting and painful to me, especially the two swords here are more negative. Yeah. In their connotations. It's not like the, I mean, we had the seven of swords, but that was more of just like gathering information, being like smart with the way you handle information sort of stuff. This is a little bit more negative tonally. I'm just trying to think because the queen is throwing me off a little bit. What did you got the ten of swords and the what? Six of pentacles. Six of pentacles. I th- Leaving because leaving for them would mean that they would have to be on their own penny for a while or maybe like borrowing from other people if they leave before they have another job position. Yeah, that's true. And then the queen of wands would be that like you'd have to get that energy to try to make more jobs and there, that'd be that pressure, I think, to perform and to act and to kind of push forward yeah. and stuff like that. Like I think that would be have to be the personality to kind of push through. Well, this. and also the queen of wands is like obviously the fieriest of queens and so if the queen of wands is kind of like lighting the shit on fire and leaving that could be yeah very much difficult. so the only yeah, the other thing is just that the ten of swords and the the updated ten of swords and lightseers has such an element of hopefulness like the worst is over because of mm-hmm. like the color choices and she's facing away yeah. from the camera and all that that i there is part of me that with my two cards maybe more so than the addition of your two cards it does feel a little bit like giving yourself a gift of like saying this was the worst thing ever and now it's time to move on. But yeah. that still negates those two nine of pentacles, which showed up at the stay section, which are so like more overwhelmingly deserved. Positive yeah. Deserved section. and yeah. positive. <laughs> yeah. My five of swords. It's like 
they, there's a fight and one of the monsters is, has two swords stabbed into him. So it's not a very happy five of swords. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or even neutral. <laughs> yeah, it's not even. Yeah, it's not, not even that. It's just a very. I think there'd be it'd be painful in probably more like bickering sorts of ways. Yeah, and more like toxic sorts of ways that you're leaving would bring all of that to the surface. Yeah, so it wouldn't. It would definitely get worse before it got better if you left. Yes. Yeah. So then let's let's pull some cards about ways to look for strength and working hours. Ten of Pentacles and Ten of Cups for me. And I got the Two of Cups and the Emperor. I think just like focusing on the relationships that you already have that are so positive and yeah. just like maintaining really strict boundaries, that Emperor energy with everyone other than the people that support you and that you feel lifted up by and connected to yeah and just creating boundaries like come off as an asshole to them that's fine that's fine the emperor that's one of the we've had this conversation about the emperor a lot between us the emperor Uh can be so tricky because there are so many like well who's this asshole sort of like feelings about him and in this case i feel like that's where you should be like Mm -hmm. emulate the emperor create really strong boundaries and then just feel connected with the people that you already have relationships with yeah, it's not a bad thing to create those boundaries and it's not a bad thing to stand up for yourself either. Yeah. That's not bad. And the other thing about the Ten of Pentacles is that we got two Nines of Pentacles for staying. Mm-hmm. So having the Ten of Pentacles be the way to focus on it is kind of like keeping your eyes on the culmination of your work and the culmination yeah. of your relationships. Like it's both the Pentacles and the Cups. So there are a lot of reasons that sticking around is a good idea. And if you can work on creating really strong emperor style boundaries, then you can allow those two of cups relationships to be fostered and that mm-hmm. 10 of cups and 10 of pentacles energy to exist. And then just kind of like putting up huge castle walls around those 10 of pentacles and 10 of cups and ignoring everybody else. I like that. Me a too. Lot. Exciting over it. Yes. I think you can do this. I feel like there's going to be a lot yeah. of payoff and the job sounds great except for the assholes. So just creating stronger boundaries with those assholes is, I mean, obviously so much easier said than done, but focusing on that nine of pentacles, that 10 of pentacles, that 10 of cups, that two of cups, like you have a lot of positivity (laughs) in this job. So if you can just become the asshole that has strong boundaries against the people who are toxic, Mm -hmm. then it's okay. I think that'll, that's a good strategy for surviving at least until something else comes along. That's better for you. Yeah. Should we each pull a card about the job hunt itself? And then, yeah, we can pull a card for the job hunt. I put everything back in. So who knows what it will give me. So (laughs) it's going to be the nine of pentacles. (laughs) Just kidding. Probably. (laughs) I would not doubt it at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the queen of wands because the queen of wands and the ace of cups have come up every single reading so far. So, (laughs) Oh, This reminds me of a meme that somebody posted in our Facebook group today where it's like, pulls card for clarification. The tarot, the tower comes out. Me sliding card back in. Maybe I don't need clarification. (laughs) I don't need clarification. (laughs) I just got the tower as the advice for job searching. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Let's see. And I got the sun. So burn everything down and be happy about it. (laughs) I know. No kidding. I feel like, okay, the tower and the sun for job searching. I think that maybe the tower in the sun for job searching seems very much to me. Like you need to stop what you're doing and don't do any of the things you have been doing and start over. Yeah. Because 
the sun is we the sun is obviously a card that's that's joy and all of that but the sun also can be really damaging like the mm-hmm. sun itself like i'm a redheaded person who gets incredibly bad rashes when i go into the sun for too long <laughs> like i'm literally allergic yeah. to the sun so i think that maybe that component is coming up when paired with the tower of like there's something in the job search process that needs to be restarted completely so that you don't get burned. You have to strip it back down. That's yeah, kind of just the, the floral base the of it. Down. Strip it all the way back down. If the sun is just kind of saying, you know, there's something wrong or there's something that's not that great for you, like there's you've been in the sun too much, yeah, like sort of aspect. That's great. Yeah. And, or going more for something that you're going to enjoy in the long run. I think too. Yeah, so. that feels really right. Well, good freaking luck over it. I think that you have the capabilities of setting up these boundaries and like allowing yourself to see the Ten of Pentacles and the Ten of Cups. So best of luck. Keep us updated. Yes. Yeah, definitely. We would love to hear when you're finally not over it. When you're yeah, when you're finally under into it. it. <laughs> under into it. it. Okay. Under yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> under it probably makes more sense than into it. I don't know. Into it is more grammatically correct. Under it sounds really weird. <laughs> Do you want to read okay. our third question? A note from Holly. A third question because it's short and time sensitive. Sensitive. Yeah. The sensitive. question itself is kind of long, but I guess you could just skip well, down to the gist of the actual question. Okay. Um, Except for. Well, she, at first they saw they've been trying to pull cards with their current situation with the two clubs, which is understandable. Yeah. So. Their question is twofold. What can they do to get themselves out of this negative headspace? Yes. And number two, are there any steps that they can take to make the situation better until they start therapy? So the gist of this question from Ginger is that she and her husband have a new baby and he has a lot of chronic pain issues, including a surgery recently that made it so that he can't lift their child for six weeks. And so she's, I think, reasonably feeling really burnt out. And she feels like she's taking care of two people instead of just one. And she Mm -hmm. has an appointment scheduled to see a therapist. But it's not until after the holidays. And since this is their first holiday season with a new baby, that's where the questions are coming from. I probably could have just paraphrased that before putting it in the (laughs) outline. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) Okay. So this is a twofold question. I think just starting with question number one and number two. Yeah. It's nice. We can each pull one, one, one to two cards for both. (laughs) Yes. One to two cards for both. Actually, you know, there's some card game where you're supposed to have like, like seven cards in your hand or something. Maybe it's gin rummy, I guess. I don't remember. I think gin rummy. My dad has a nickname in my mom's family two card Tommy, because he would always forget to draw additional cards whenever he put any down. And I was just thinking that I can kind of be the next generation of that nickname, but for the opposite reason in which Instead of forgetting to pull cards, I always pulled too many cards. Too many cards. Too yes. many. Two card Tommy and his daughter. Two card Holly. Two card Holly. <laughs> that works. I think you'd go on the road with that. Yeah, we'll just both have like really, really boring magic shows where we we don't follow directions well. Exactly. They're illusions. <laughs> show so much. Me too. <laughs> All right. Out of negative headspace. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. I got the hermit. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
much. Okay. Let's see what you get. I got the Ace of Wands. Okay, so that's some more movement. But I think that yeah. those paired together are kind of like, you need to give yourself time totally by yourself. Yes. And doing something you enjoy and love. Yeah, exactly. And then you'll be able to like kind of step back into things in a more yes. like productive way. But you need to give yourself alone time first. Yeah. Which is easier said than done in the situation you're in. But even finding small moments, yeah, I think will be helpful at least temporarily until you're able to get bigger moments by yourself to dedicate for, to yourself. Right. And I think that hermiting, we often think about total isolation for long periods of time. But there are ways to just like hermit internally, even if you're having to be around other people still. Yes. So just finding yeah. a, a mindfulness way to sort of like have a moment of peace even if you're in a room with other people i agree i like that i think that yeah the i mean one of the issues is that the with chronic pain and the all the added component of not being able to lift the baby part of it is Mm -hmm. like could you just set them both up so that he can watch the baby while you go have some hermit time yeah but i would understand where he'd be coming from if that felt too overwhelming but i think that in some Mm -hmm. ways you have to advocate for that because you cannot be in charge of everything you for can't everybody. Be twenty four seven for two people. No, it's just not sustainable. Even if no. what, even if neither of those people were small, small, small babies, or people mm-hmm. with chronic. I mean, not. I don't want to make it sound like I'm equating somebody who's living with chronic pain with a small baby, but it's like no. those are two different people in your life that both require a lot of like energy and care. Yeah, to make care, sure everything's okay. sensitivity yeah. and care. And so because that's so much output on you, I think that saying like, I'm going to do everything I can to make this easy for you. You won't have to pick up the baby. I'm going to take 15 minutes to go be by myself somewhere. Mm -hmm. Maybe that would even be enough. You just have to have some time for yourself and not always be giving from yourself. Yeah. of course, burning yourself out in the meantime. So one of the things that I really like about this hermit also is that the light is coming from within the the hermit. Oh, yeah. And so I feel like that kind of also harkens back to the idea that there's like an internal hermit space that you can access, like mm-hmm. finding rather than necessarily needing to be isolated and by yourself, finding that sort of internal light that you can focus on. That's why I'm saying, like, it's not about length of time away. It's just about, like, intensity that you allow yourself to be alone. Mm -hmm. And there are, like, meditative practices, like, on YouTube that are 10 or 15 minutes long where you can get into a nice headspace and you can feel better than you did before. Because I've been starting to do that in the morning times, Mm -hmm. like, being intentional about putting my head in a different space to kind of start my day in a different way. You know what would also work, which is even shorter, are those gifts that they have, like the breathe in, breathe out gifts. Yes. There's a BuzzFeed article with like 15 of them that I have saved as one of my default screens. Like when I open my browser at work, that's one of the screen that shows up. And I just keep it up because you can go through one of those breathing, like slow in, slow outs while watching the GIF like four times and feel like a totally different headspace than you started with. So that could mm-hmm. even be a way of accessing that sort of internal hermit is just like watching a peaceful gif of a ball rolling down a mountain and then being brought back up on the other side because of a cloud or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's like really yeah, whatever good. The, whatever the gif is. Yeah. 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 So that could be a good like strategy. That. If you can't, if you literally cannot take time away, finding a way to access your own inner hermit through stuff like that would be a great idea. 
And Esther's yeah. right. YouTube is filled with guided meditations. So you could do something like that or just a Or breathing. even if you're not into guided people, like, because I'm really picky about people's voices. And sometimes I start a meditation. I'm like, ooh, this music is lovely. And then their voice comes on. I'm like, ooh, not so much anymore. <laughs> so... Um, so like you can even like just do non-guided meditations and just listen to music for 10 minutes and like have good affirmations for yourself. Go to Pinterest, type in affirmations and just, I mean, keep it's, one in your there's mind a the reason that there's like whole genres of mom support memes there. Like yes. that comes from a real true place and it may feel cheesy because it's like new to you, but also like there's a reason that people go towards them and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Yes. As long as yes, it's just not, do what you need to it do doesn't turn into like wine as coping mechanism. That sort of like yes. mommy meme. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. But, or whatever. It's the holiday season. You already have therapy lined up. You might as well. <laughs> just I'm kidding. Mostly. All right. Yeah. So then steps to make it that make the situation better until I start their therapy. We'll just each pull okay. a card for that. <laughs> it's got, I got temperance, so don't drink, <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah, it's saying don't wine mom it up. <laughs> and also, I pulled the page of wands. So I think just finding that curiosity of something creative that you're excited about. Yeah. Like, because I just keep thinking, too, like, Holly's really good about reading romance novels on her phone, like, random places. Oh, yeah. I always have one going. Yeah. So if you can even do something small like that, where it's just a small little joy that you can do like for five minutes at a time, grabbing that here and there, like not doing like a big project like knitting or nothing like that, but just finding those small moments of joy that's of something that you like doing. Yeah. I think kind of just being able to creatively be curious about stuff will playful about stuff will be helpful. Yeah, totally. And I pulled the fool. And so I think that that kind of aligns with that, especially in some ways, like, especially with the context of it being the holiday season, being sort of trying to focus on like the moment and kind of what's going on, like internally right then, rather than like the weeks leading up to it or all of the stressors Mm -hmm. that exist outside of the moment. That's probably the best way to sort of try existing before you can start doing more internal work about how to deal with these frustrating circumstances. Yes. Babies are hard, man. Babies are hard. I mean, they're cute little soft-headed nerds. Nuggets. So, yeah, I think that I think maybe we'll I'll have Esther link in the show notes the breathing. Uh, yes, gift. and we'll probably post it in the Facebook group as well, just because it's, I think, a really helpful mechanism for getting into a good brain space and just being a mentally more aware you yeah yeah and you can do this it'll be if you allow yourself to give yourself some time of just breathing and finding your inner hermit I think that it'll be great you'll be totally fine oh yes 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 definitely all right well now it's time for patreon shout outs just a hard left turn okay so we have posted our first two giveaways of the yule season yes we are doing the maybe lenormand and uh Mermaid Tarot Mermaid by Tarot. Lisa Robertson. <laughs> yes. And both of those are already on the Wildly Tarot Podcast Instagram. You can still enter to win either of those. Yes. So, yeah, we have like six more prizes to be giving away over the next couple of weeks. So we're going to pick up the pace and start posting more and more and more. 
Um, for people who are actually listening to the podcast, I think that maybe for some later weeks, we will start doing like a keyword. Esther, this was all your idea, but I like it. Well, keyword or a phrase or, or you have to say something that we said in the episode. To, That's better. Not just to enter, but to get additional to get entries additional points, in yes. your comment. Because we love you all so much. Exactly. We want our listeners to be able to get bonus entries. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and yeah, so there's going to be a lot of really fun giveaways. Um, an indie deck, some mass market deck, some more books. Got a lot of stuff going on. Fun stuff. Yeah. Exactly. We're so excited. Okay. So yes. do you want to start with Claire and Jules? Yes, I shall. Just a moment. My, I'm trying to get my arm to work here. Well, my mic arm. Because it keeps like it's slowly falling, just like in like the movies where you I, I keep like lowering myself down with the mic. I don't, I don't know if you can see that. So okay, I'm gonna try this here. I'm gonna try to have good posture. That is hilarious. Okay, so for Claire and Jules, I will pull two cards because there are two of you. Because that's how I'm working. All so right. Claire and Jules. Okay. So. I'm used. I switched to five cent tarot because I love this deck so much, like so fucking much. This card stock is amazing. I know it really is. Uh, okay, three, four, five, six, seven. Claire, your card is my damage card, the four of buttons. That's four of pentacles. <laughs> and then Jules, your card is the lover. So, oh, those are good. Yay, Alicia, your card is ah, flinging stuff all over the place. The two of cups. Yay! Becca, your card is one, two. the Knight of Buttons, and Buttons is Pentacles, so it's the Knight of Pentacles. Awesome. Caitlin, your card is the Ten of Wands. Good luck, girl. Ooh, Caitlin. Okay, and Elizabeth K., your card is the Five of Needles, which is the Five of Swords. Ooh. All right. So mm. if you would like to get a bunch of bonus content, episodes, uh, a tarot cheat sheet, a Lenormand cheat sheet, tours of our spaces, us talking about the minor arcana, all sorts of stuff, you too can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash wildlytarotpodcast. Also, it occurred to me when I was talking about the giveaway, um, because I said uh. mass market decks, I think that people may think that these were donations, but we bought all of these decks because they're decks yes, that we, we liked did. and we wanted to give to you. So if anyone yeah. wants to send us decks to give away as part of our Yule giveaway, we're open to it. But totally all of it. these have been purchased so that we can do fun giveaways for you. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you to our Patreon supporters for helping make that happen. Exactly. We love you. Yes, we do. Okay, it's time for our deck of the week. Yay! Oh, I get to stop shuffling. All these are the cards, and I get to touch. I know you get to touch the modern witch. Okay, so you get to touch the modern witch. That's hilarious. (laughs) I'm sure she'd love it. Just make sure you ask for consent first. (laughs) Okay, so the modern witch tarot is by Lisa Sturl, and it's published by Liminal Eleven. The publisher says a youthful contemporary take on traditional tarot imagery by long last and submerged illustrator Lisa Sturl. Tarot has never looked more sophisticated and contemporary. Acclaimed illustrator Lisa Sturl marries the symbolism of the traditional Rider Waite Smith deck with a use with youthful, stylish characters and items from our modern lives. With its diversity and all female celebration of womanhood, this vibrant, fashion forward, and colorful deck brings fun and fresh air to the tarot. And then I also want to read her introduction from The Little White Book, which is like a hardcover booklet. 
I know. It's like a, the miniature book. It's like a, a, a tiny, book. tiny little book. Look at it against my face. It's so small. You feel like a giant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lisa says in her little white book, it all started with the Ten of Swords. I was a few years into a dead-end design job that was slowly draining my creativity, my passion for art, and my general faith in humanity. On one particularly terrible day, I was feeling my absolute lowest, doubting myself and the path I'd taken. I didn't know how to escape my situation and all options seemed equally terrifying and awful through luck or fate. I was somehow reminded of the 10 of swords. I flipped through my deck and there I was staring at this card and feeling it in my bones. I made my very first illustration of the modern witch tarot deck that day when everything is fine was the thing I'd been telling myself for a long time. My self-esteem and perceived uh, artistic worth was at an absolute bottom when I drew that illustration I, I don't know why this makes me want to cry so hard. Oh, it's so precious. Then, unbelievably, the image resonated with pe- with people. It resonated with a lot of people more than any other piece of art I'd ever made. I realized then that through my pain and misery, I'd finally arrived somewhere on the other side. God damn it. <laughs> why am I crying? <laughs> my wish is that you can turn this deck... Turn to this deck for answers or for guidance when you are feeling absolutely awful or full of love and joy. I hope that these cards can be a tool for you to work through pain or to grow to understand your choices or solidify some spark of inspiration. I hope that you too can find the path you need to take, Lisa. Ugh, I love it. Well, you have, Lisa. You've created that. I know. Right here. Because the Ten of Swords, everything is fine card really is so, it resonates like crazy. Yeah, it's so perfect because even before I got into tarot, I was on Tumblr, like some a weirdo. What? And I saw that everything is fine. I'd even know it was tarot and I was like, "Oh, I really love this because it like it wraps up exactly how I feel." So, like it was like really at the beginning, I think like soon after they had posted it that I saw this image. Yeah, totally. So cuz it's been around I feel like forever. I've been waiting for this deck. So, years. To be honest. Yes, literal years. Yes. Because that, so the image is basically a traditional Ten of Swords, but with a girl looking at her phone. And instead of Ten of Swords, mm-hmm. it says everything is fine. Yes. And this deck came with that card also. So you can use it mm-hmm. either with the actual Ten of Swords that says Ten of Swords at the bottom, or you can use it in its place or use it in addition to, or like I did, put it on my desk. So I could look at it more often and then completely lose it. I don't know where it <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, I put it on my little altar space. Yeah. So, so what is your general impression of this deck? This deck is my exact aesthetic. Is it? It's my exact aesthetic. So the colors are like muted jewel tones, That's which is true. totally me. Yeah. Very, very me. Yeah. The styling is exactly what I would go for as far as like styling like my home. This is like exactly... Some of the outfits, I'm like, I should own that. I feel like I own a few of these things. Yeah. And so it's so nice and modernized. Like, it doesn't feel like the RWS to me, if that makes any sense. Like, because with the RWS, like, there's so many, like, super wealthy people in the RWS deck. It's very white in the typical RWS deck. And this kind of, like takes all of those triggers out of that yeah. and makes it for all people. It really does. And feel, I love it. Well, and that's always one of the problems. This is like a word choice issue for me, but I really don't like it when publishers say something like all female deck, because there's a lot, mm-hmm. even if we don't know the gender identities of these people, right. there's a lot of variations of expression of gender. And so I don't know yes. if it's necessarily fair to say all female. It doesn't seem like right. it because females like, 
referring to biological sex. Right. But I, do, I also yeah. don't think that that's what Lisa's saying. I feel like that's what the publisher's saying because, publisher like, said, stylistically, yes. that's kind of how people frame it, even though I think that it's incorrect, especially with this deck where there's so yes. many gender identities. There's so much diversity. Yeah. Yes. And it's just really cool. Even, like, body diversity. Like, one of my things yeah. that we talked about when we did the, uh, what is that deck called? The She-Wolf Tarot pubic hair oh, yes. diversity. <laughs> pubic hair diversity, yes. <laughs> Yes. There's just I love it. Like this deck is so good. It's super, super, it hits super good. So many good points. Like there's people who have no clothes. There's people who have fashionable clothes. There's people who look like me who are wearing pajamas, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, I just think that there's like somebody for most people to or for a lot of people to relate, relate to in ways that yeah. in it's hard for deck creators to pull that off. Yes. And I think that Lisa does it just extremely well. It feels kind of like there's a lot of scenes where it had been in the countryside and now it's in the city. Like I'm looking at the five of cups. Mm -hmm. It's on the top. Normally that's like yes. sort of pastoral. And in this, there's like a city skyline behind it. So it's really mm -hmm. kind of relatable. Yeah. Even though I don't Especially live in the city. Because we've all been there like staring at the ocean, like wondering what the fuck we're doing with our lives. <laughs> like, you know, oh no, just <laughs> like me? Or a okay. lake or a creek or a garbage site. You yeah, know? <laughs> exactly. So I think that like in general, I feel like the art itself is amazing. I really like the cardstock. I know that I've said that it's sort of hard to shuffle and that's why I was using it on the podcast so much. It's uh -huh. starting to break in and become right, yeah. less I, hard. I have opinions about cardstock, strong opinions yes, about yes. many cardstocks. To me, it's not as hard to shuffle as Crow Tarot. Crow Tarot would cut my hands as I was shuffling. This is hard to shuffle, but I can feel it breaking in. Like to me, it's like closer to what Muse Tarot is. Yeah, it's definitely thick. You just have thick to keep working stock. on it. It's very thick. But also, if you like the deck enough, just overhand shuffle it. Yeah, yeah. Like, or, it's, which it's I don't know why fine. this doesn't occur to me normally, but every single time somebody's posted about how hard this is to shuffle, somebody suggests just splitting it in half and shuffling from there. And shuffling both sides, yeah. And that totally works. I've been doing that with a couple yeah, of different decks, and it's super, super easy. You just basically, mm -hmm. like, split it in half if we want to walk through it, shuffle each side right. on its own, like overhand shuffle them together and then shuffle, then split it in half again and shuffle, riffle shuffle it again and then just right. overhand shuffle it again back all together. Yes. And we're talking about the regular edition oh, yes. cardstock. Good call. The fancy edition cardstock that I don't know what they've called it. I think limited edition. It's not available limited anymore. Edition. Yeah. It's not available anymore, but people, I have heard that, the, that, that cardstock while easier to shuffle also feels cheaper than this deck. Yeah. So I think either way, you may not be happy with the cardstock. Well, and the limited edition has like gilded edges, which I think is why they had to do it thinner because it's hard yeah. to gild edges that are as thick as this cardstock. Um, I feel like this is really substantial and super great. Mm -hmm. And I have no complaints about the cardstock. I just think that it's one of those things where maybe right off the bat, just come up with creative alternatives to riffle shuffling to break yeah. it in a little yeah. bit. Yeah, so you've only definitely. had this deck for a week because it was part of my 13 pound package to you. Yes, it was. Um, yes. And I spent, I put it like, I came back from a work trip, immediately put open the box, put it in my bag and left to Seoul. <laughs> so I if like that's been in my like possession for a few days, Awesome, but I've been put into good use. So, so what types of readings do you think this would be useful for? So, um, everything. Yeah. Um, but I used it, I've been using it for my year ahead readings that I've sold and I've been using it for that. Cause I think the imagery on there is really like, it hits on good points 
and is really nice and diverse enough where I can, it's very so inclusive that it doesn't like accidentally uninclude people or make people feel outcast. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that this is just exactly what you said, kind of like a perfect substitution for the RWS. Yes. Yes. Like it just feels to me like a, like the appropriate, any situation that you'd use any old tarot deck for, this is an appropriate situation. Right. And you can hear me shuffling it in the background. I'm shuffling the exact deck. So you just have to get used to it with your hands. Yeah. And for me, it's not cutting my hands like Crow Tarot. I, Crow Tarot for me is by far the worst deck I've ever scriffle shuffled. Really? So, yeah. But my, I think my wrist may be stronger than others because I'm a very determined person. <laughs> so, but it's breaking in. So don't let the cardstock kind of prevent you from buying this deck because this yeah. deck is so much better than the cardstock. Well, and what I've been problems. thinking lately, especially, is that there's never going to be a perfect cardstock. If it's thick, oh, no. people are mad. If it's thin, people are mad. So... If you're yeah. thinking about like in terms of like maybe the muse or this being like the sturdiest deck and mm-hmm. Lion Strider and Antique Anatomy being the least sturdy, there's a spectrum and everyone's going to have personal preferences. My personal preference likes all of them. I'm not picky about cardstock, really. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. learned. I thought I was, but it turns out that I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> because they each have their benefits. Like, I love how easy it is to shuffle Antique Anatomy and mm-hmm. Lion Strider. And I love how sturdy this one feels. <laughs> yeah, because I think this would be nice because with a sturdier cardstock, you won't have that bending come so easily. Yeah. And so it'll photograph much more flat for a longer period of time, just like you said, sturdier. So I think reframing your mindset may be helpful in your opinion towards the cardstock. Yeah, but I want to hear about your favorite cards because cardstock is boring to me. <laughs> Oh, really? No offense. Because I could almost, I mean, Logan and I have conversations about cardstock. I know that you can do, we can have Logan come on and be your cardstock buddy. I mean, I do, I have strong opinions about it, but the strong opinion is that they both have their benefits and negatives. And so I'm not going to be like that upset about about it. Especially because we know now, like after being doing this podcast for a while, that people don't always have a lot of ability to choose. Yeah. Lisa probably did not have any control over what cardstock they had for their deck yeah. at all. Maybe a little bit more because Liminal 11 is a smaller publisher, but still. For, for me, it's just more of ask people who are in the know and just don't go with what you think may be cool yeah. or good. Yeah. So that's me at the end of the day. Okay. So favorite card. How many did you end up with? Eight. Okay. Two, three, four. Because I've forced myself to not choose the rest of the 70. <laughs> I have nine, but I'm 100% sure we'll have overlap. Okay. I don't know where to start. Majors? Minors? Yeah, let's start with majors. Okay, I'm going to start with the first major, which is the High Priestess. Ooh. Because I like that she has a computer in her hand. Because guess what? None of us are all in in the all in the know, and we all need to Google it sometimes. (laughs) So (laughs) The High Priestess is the Google it card. (laughs) I mean, that's what she's doing. Yeah, basically. And her outfit is badass. Those boots? It is. I love the boots. I love the cape. I love the hairband. Yeah. I look look at her hairband. It's like I love that the hairband mimics what the RWS is. Oh yeah, like, the diadem. Is. Like isn't that adorable? Like thank you very much. Okay. Second card is the Empress. I love that she has giant crystals all around her body. Yeah. And the outfit she's wearing, I would totally love to wear that. I would never wear that my entire life probably because I'd be too insecure, <laughs> but I would love to be this Empress. She looks so much. amazing. She looks like a badass. Okay. Then, let's see. Next major is the moon. 
We have no overlapping major favorites. That's crazy. Major laser. Okay. So the major, so the moon. Yeah. I love not only the moon, but also that the, it's, the people have turned to like the animal, but also there's like a little demon in the water. It's don't <laughs> like putting on the masks and like they are the ones that are haunt, doing the haunting. And like sometimes you have to take the mask off or you have to, to reveal what's inside. Yeah, the mask. that's true. It does a really good job for that sort of idea of the moon being about yeah. illusions also. Yes. And there's whatever demon siren in the water. I love that. Now for miners. Okay, I'm going to go in numerical order, not necessarily suit order, just numerical order. Okay. okay. Of course, everyone knows, probably could guess, the Three of Cups. I love the it's Three like the, of Cups. It's like one of the most joyful Three of Cups I've ever seen in my entire life. I would wear everything that they're wearing. And yes, I just love that Three of Cups. It's like they're it's at like kind it. of like a festival. They're dancing. Yeah. It's just They're dancing so together. There's, their hair is amazing. I would wear all of it. Then I also love the Four of Cups because, like our friend over it, the, the Four of Cups hoodie has over it written on that it. That is one of my favorites, also. So now we're we had no major Arcana overlap and two for two on the minors. Two for two on the minors. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I just love the oh, and I think this is really nice because sometimes you're not sure how to read the Four of Cups, whether it's like apathy or whether it's like yeah. you know you can't find something. This one is like very straightforward. Like this is total apathy. I like, just love I it. I anything. love that she's wearing. So I the whole it. thing is that she's wearing a sweatshirt that says "Over it." <laughs> Over, I love that so so much. I would wear that sweatshirt. Yeah, I would just I would wear it. Okay, then the Seven of Swords. I think I let out a small little orgasm when I saw this card because it's like amazing. Those colors are so you also. I know that you don't wear yellow, but everything in that. I know I don't wear yellow, but this yellow is just so I love in her outfit. I was just very excited because the seven of swords, like we know, yeah, demonize that card. And we fucking love it. She's just collecting shit. Exactly. She's just collecting it. She's, she's not being evil. She's not being mean. She's just picking up swords, trying to figure out how to carry seven swords across the road. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with carrying seven swords, people. No, sometimes you have to. You sometimes have to do it. Okay. And I also love the Ten of Pentacles. Did you tell me? Please tell me that you saw the Ten Duh, of Pentacles. Duh, there's two pit bulls on it. There's two pit bulls on this card. I love it so much. My baby. And the family's where's really my cool. one pit bull? Mackie. <laughs> She's nowhere to be seen. <laughs> She's like, not today. Mom. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, that was one that I picked out, too, because I love the pit bulls so much. I love that the pit bulls were included, and they're so cute. And you can tell them by their faces that they're pit bulls, too. I was like, oh yeah, they gosh, have to big block heads. That's my voice that I speak to Mac, and I'm exhausting to be around. I can't help it. I'm, exa- I'm, ex- I'm exhausted. She's my baby. <laughs> and then my last favorite card is the Queen oh, of Cups. I was going to say, can I guess? Because I bet it's the Queen of Cups. The Queen of Cups. Because I think it's like, I have always wanted teal hair. Yes. Like all teal hair. And this is like the closest to a mermaid. Like even the wa- waves are like still like it's so perfect. lapping at her feet. And it's so beautiful and perfect. So it's the closest to a mermaid I could possibly be yep exactly I want to be this queen of I love that card so much and I think it came up when we were doing a reading in a couple of episodes ago and I was like this is what prompted Esther to buy the deck (laughs) not really fine I have to buy this deck now because I was a little peeved at liminal yeah Esther had a little bit of chaos happening with trying to order a limited edition but I think that the one that you ended up with is better anyway yeah I think it's fine I like it it's fine All right, so my favorites, I also liked the Four of Cups, the Three of Cups, the Ten of Pentacles, and the Queen of Cups. I just Wow, we had lots of minor overlaps. Yeah, we had a lot of minor overlaps. I can't get over the Ten of Pentacles. I love it so freaking much. I know, so good. Um, So my major arcana favorites are Strength, 
because oh yeah i just love a white gown she looks so beautiful yes i love it and again it has that awesome so yellow background sky which i just think looks so yes. so good uh temperance i really love because she's wearing a rainbow sweater it kind of brings a little oh, bit yes. of like cool like queerness to it yes and her part of the definition is sort of about like like living in yourself and sort of finding balance within yourself. And so I thought that that was really beautiful. Mm. Um, and also the star. Oh yes. The star. I did like the star a lot. I appreciated her pubic hair. That's a bit out of control. <laughs> you know, what is my problem? <laughs> Why am I so obsessed with that? But she's just like, she's, it's just a beautiful card. She has this long, long, it's long, so beautiful. Hair. She's like not a stick thin, which is, you know, no. she just looks so yeah. peaceful and hopeful and I love it. And yes. then my only two minors that you didn't already talk about were the three of pentacles, which I really like because it's about teamwork, oh, yes. but everyone has a different role. So I think that that's really mm -hmm. cool. So instead of like teamwork, everyone working on the same thing, like literally working on the same thing in the same way, it's like three right. people. One is a teacher, one is a worker, one is a poser or right. whatever muse, Model. I guess. And how like working together sometimes involves people taking on different roles. And that's part of working yeah. together. Yes, yes, yes. I really like that. And then the seven of pentacles, I just love because I swear to God, I've worn this outfit like every single day for the last 10 years. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like a shirt dress and shoes. Yes. But it's also just I like. I have that in black. Definitely have it in black. Yeah, exactly. I definitely have it's that so in black. I definitely have I it in this I feel bad wearing tote. it because it's too comfortable, but it's supposed to like look nice. But I'm like, but it's so <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I also just love it because it's houseplants. So there's like a big monstera. Yes. It's just really cool. And I feel super related, Aww. relatable to her. So those are my favorites. Yeah. I I honestly, I don't think there's a dud in this whole deck. No, the, there was one where I was like, oh, my only complaint is that the four of swords is really similar to the nine of swords. Yes. The four of swords yes. is a little bit like heavily anxiety based, which I'm not mm -hmm. super into, super, but it's yeah. still like it gets its point across. But I do think that the four of swords should be a tiny bit less anxious. Yes, yes, yes. All right, shall we pull a card for our relationship with the deck? Yes, I have a little tiny doongy snoring here. Oh, so a tiny snoring I literally do not know where Mac is. I'm assuming that <laughs> means that Mara is awake and Mac is hanging out with her. Okay. All right, Hopefully. relationship with the deck. Ooh, I got the Wheel of Fortune. And I got the Ten of Swords. <laughs> Everything is fine. Everything, Everything is, is fine. fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. Totally fine. Totally, totally. Yes, it's fine. I love it. And I love this deck. <laughs> I I'm, I'm was so, I got this deck and the This Might Hurt Tarot on the same day. Um, oh, yes, because yes, that was yes. a Kickstarter and this was a pre-order. And I think that people are comparing them a lot with good reason. They're both super modern, yeah. very aligned with RWS. Um, I just think that I kind of like the art style on this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the cardstock is just, I just really like a sturdy cardstock. And I even like the sun card because the baby, there's no naming baby. And Miracle how much better can you get? Miracles. Exactly. I like that people have started <laughs> tagging you in creepy naked babies because you expressed a dislike. And then and people are like, Esther, you need to see this for really creepy. Like the creepy babies. Yeah. So you kind of shot yourself in the foot with that one because now you're seeing it like twice as much as you would have before. <laughs> I know. It's not even the Hierophant. Because people really didn't do that with the Hierophant. No. But, but now it's just the sun. It's like, hey, hey, let's show you the creepiest baby we can. Yeah, exactly. Let's find the creepiest baby. <laughs> All right. So next week, we're going to be talking about year ahead spreads and also how we do our tarot journals. 
Um, we recognize yes. that it's a little bit before uh, the end of the year, but I think that that'll be more helpful than talking about it like on the first or whatever. Yes. And then yes. two weeks from now, we will be recording on Christmas Day unless we reschedule that. So we might do something a little <laughs> bit more fun and maybe do fun like a different sort of style. So keep an eye on your stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's our show. Don't forget to send us your questions. We're mostly caught up. So if you have anything that's coming up through the holiday season, definitely send us them. Or if it's just a general life question, you can find all of our contact information at wildlytarot.com, including a form with which to submit submit questions that's been working so, so, so well. It's so helpful. (laughs) And also tell your friends about us and write and review us. Also, just tell them just to enter our giveaways. Like, that's just like an easy way to to tell them about yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. And it helps us grow and we really appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry. I got distracted. All of a sudden, like, Holly's <laughs> flailing across her microphone. Well, Mac jumped up on the chair next to me, but there was a huge, huge laundry basket filled with dirty laundry on the back of the chair that she jumped up on. So when she jumped up, the laundry basket lost balance and started Launched. falling towards her. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And now that I saved her from that precarious situation, she just jumped up off the couch and left. Rude. (laughs) All right. Anyway, you can follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast. uh, Or join our Facebook community by searching for Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. And also, as we've mentioned before, you can support us on Patreon to get lots of extra goodies through the holiday season. Hopefully, Holly and I will be recording a sex deck part two. Yes soon hopefully we'll see i mean i, I so. am off work between christmas and new year's actually between yule okay. and new year's so we can totally okay. do evening we can recording totally do yeah drinking yeah. together okay fun. and remember <laughs> go forth and tarot wildly this week we love you so, we love so, you much. so much enter our yule giveaways yeah we want to give you our stuff it's gonna be so fun <laughs>